Hey, everybody, you're kicking with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast, where we talk everything in the world of real estate investing. Whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet, we're going to give you our over 50 years of combined real estate experience. Today, we've got some awesome guests. We are talking with Megan and Braden of Empora Title, and we are super stoked to have them, aren't we, Scotty? We're super pumped. So Empora Title, I can't wait to share with you. If you don't know a lot about title insurance, or even if you do know a lot about title insurance, you're going to want to pay attention today. For sure. Because not only are they going to cover the secrets and what title insurance is, but they are genuinely changing the industry, especially for real estate investors. And you will want to pay attention because this is how title work is going to be working in the future. They're the ones taking it to where it's going to be. So we're super excited. I also want to hear their backstory because it's pretty amazing for these young folks to come along and just say, okay, I'm going to change an entire billion dollar industry. And they have literally billion. done it. 36 billion? 36. 36 Bs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Isn't incredible? Yeah. Well, why don't we just start off with, Megan, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and then we'll we'll talk with Braden. We can't wait to get into this. Yeah, for sure. And thank you so much for having us. We obviously have really enjoyed partnering with you guys and are excited to get to know everybody who's listening to the podcast. Um, yeah. So $36 billion industry title, you know, is a market and an industry that most of you have probably interacted with at some point. And um, I'm from a small town, Ohio, here in the Midwest and grew up. Uh, my dad's an immigrant and, you know, built a business, um, you know, here in the Midwest also, and have just always been really passionate about entrepreneurship and the ways that in America you can still build businesses and create generational wealth. So I went off to Ohio State, um, got my economics degree there and, and found my way into technology really early in my career and specifically worked for a software company that was selling software to title companies. So I knew nothing about title. Uh, this was 2016 when that started, knew nothing about the process, knew nothing about the industry at that time, um, but really rolled up my sleeves to understand how title companies work, how limited their software systems were, and ultimately try to figure out how to make the the end experience better for people. Um, it's really rare, you know, even in investor world to hear somebody say, you know, I, I just had an amazing title experience. Most consumers don't even remember who their title company was. Hmm. They just think of them as the, the people who handed them the stack of papers at the end, which is a huge miss, right? Because it's the most important transaction in people's lives. Um, you know, it, it typically, it can sometimes involve a stressful experience, whether it's divorce or, you know, whatever it might be. So really important moment um, and became passionate about it while I was there. Uh, ultimately, at, you know, round two, starting Empora, decided to focus on investors because we really wanted to partner with a group that we could build our technology alongside. Investors do not want to come into title companies unless they absolutely have to. And sometimes sure. we, even, we even joke with some of our partners where we say, you know, I hope I don't see you unless we actually plan to meet. Because if I don't see <laughs> you and we're only hanging out because we want to, that means that I'm doing my job and we're doing our job. Um, and you know, they build really great businesses and they've just been a really rewarding group to work with. So um, I think that's really cool to hear the technology side because Scotty and I, uh, were a little older, um, you know, we're in our mid forties and whenever we're, whenever we were getting out of college and I think you and I decided to get into real estate, the last thing I was ever thinking about was technology. It was, you know, boots on the ground, getting our hands dirty, you know, doing all that. The listings were in a paper book, like a yellow right. pages. 
Correct. So, you know, technology doesn't really enter into our brains. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit before coming, um, you know, coming on today, you know, Braden, you know, you have, you know, a pretty, you know, serious, uh, real estate background investment, kind of similar, uh, to Scotty and I's uh, story, you know, as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, a little bit about your. Yeah. So, um, I started my career in doing turnaround work, uh, for hospitals, merger and acquisitions, performance improvement engagements, and kind of started in the corporate world. Um, came up, but went through consulting, doing turnarounds, went into, uh, work for a private equity fund out of Germany. We were buying companies in the United States and rolling them up. And then ultimately, Ich Deutsch. Yeah. Ich Deutsch. Deutsch. He's and lying. Then, he does uh, not. Sprecke I Deutsch. speak no Deutsch. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Um, nine. And, um, then from there, you know, I was working on all bottom line improvement projects mm -hmm. and I was like, I wanted to go into something that was exciting. That was about growth, not about cutting back. Right. And that took me to the technology world, uh, went to an early stage venture capital backed company, uh, and then ultimately arrived at Empora, uh, and joined the leadership team with Megan here. And one of the things that was always important to me was I wanted to learn how to run businesses, learn how to build great teams, uh, and learn how to like change, like build something that changes the way that people work every single day. And that was always really a big driver for me. Uh, one of the things though, that I constantly had in the back was where do I put my capital? Right. So it's like, if I make X amount of money, where am I putting it? Right. And so real estate has been that avenue for me. Uh, I've had great partners uh, who I still partner with today and, you know, been, been doing real estate in the Ohio market for uh, eight, nine years at this point. So that's been, that's a little bit of background on what I've been doing, but ultimately what, what brought me to Empora was, uh, you know, there's a, there's this quote when I was raising venture capital at my last company and it was from a venture capitalist in Silicon Valley. And he said, small companies don't change the, or it's, I always mess this up. It's big companies don't change the world. Small companies that change the world become big companies. And I think that that's just a, a really important tenet in how we're approaching title in this industry and the opportunity and something that drew me here. I mean, as an investor, I've right. transacted with uh, 50 title companies. So I understood the pains of what a great consumer experience looks like compared to how investors and even agencies experience transacting real estate today. And it felt like this wart that was sitting there that like needed to be mended and right. healed and changed. And so that's really what brought me here on top of, you know, a great vision that Megan's built, um, you know, well-funded business and of you know, that vision that, you know, is going to, how do we change, change this industry? Well, so. I, th I think that you guys are, are the spearhead on, a revolution that's going to happen one way or another, either way, you know, you, know, you guys are, are leading the way with title, but we, we have, have the old school, large brick and mortar title companies and the old school real estate brokerages across the country that, that are holding on to dear life for control and, and they're doing it in an old fashioned manner. You know, they do it with boots on the ground with, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're brokers, licensed brokers ourselves, but at the same time, we don't operate in that traditional space where they're trying to hold on to the way that it was. They're trying to have control of the transactions, control of the real estate and technology has, has become a tidal wave at this point. And they've, I, I think it's going to be a pretty hard crash for, for a lot of them. And it's, so I, I wanted to hear your perspective on that title side of, of what we see as a revolution that's happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, we couldn't agree more with that. And there's a good term for that in technology called the innovator's dilemma, where, you know, people gr- people build great businesses and then it hits a point where it's like, okay, for us to really build something game-changing, we'd have to burn our current business down. And um, most people don't want to do that, right? And so there's a lot of the real estate supply chain that is going through that existential crisis right now outside of title. Within title specifically, um, you know, it's interesting. We started our company right in the middle of the pandemic. And a really interesting tailwind that led to that timing was many of the states were passing legislation um, for RONs, for remote online notarizations. And previously, there were only seven states that allowed for it. So there's been a really interesting tailwind in the U.S. the past you know, four to six years to help digitize the process. And most title company owner operators don't have the tools or the background to really think strategically about you know, what a, uh, a better technology stack could look like to enable growth and scale, not just for themselves, but also just a better experience overall. So, um, you know, title touches all important aspects of the real estate transaction. They touch the money, the data, the paperwork, obviously the transfer of ownership, um, the signing, all the, all the heavy pieces. That, the insurance after the, insurance. the sale. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's a really important piece. And our perspective is that uh, there will always be a need for that, um, even if you know people decide to buy houses completely online through one of the iBuyers. That's not really our. We're, we're not planting a flag in that space, but some people believe that agents will look very different, you know, ten years from now. Uh, but title will definitely exist in some form, and you know, we're going to be the people to define what that looks like. Yeah, and and so if you could, rather than these these kind of vague terms that we've talked about of this changing industry. Why don't you tell them what the customer experience, what, what it is that you see the customer experience being now with you guys and how you see it maybe, you know, transitioning in the future to being even, even easier. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the terms that came to mind as you were talking earlier is value creation as opposed to value protection. And so with investors specifically, one of the things that we're really leaning into is working with them to understand what they need in their business overall, and then making sure that title is only helping them (laughs) in that process. So we're a partner that can really lean in and say every single month, how are you guys doing across your core transaction metrics? And how do you do in comparison to your competitors? And that's really more of the investor side. From the actual, you know, closing experience, our goal is to really meet people where they are and make the process as digital as possible, um, where, you know, you can self-service everything you need about title online. And if you do need somebody or you have a seller who needs more of a handholding kind of experience, we have, you know, really, um, great people for that. And we can, we can help you with that. But for the people who want to, you know, just get the job done and and do it all self-service, you know, we're going to build a product that meets them there. Well, you wouldn't have a, would you have a ton of handholding with, you know, in mainly investors know what they're doing. You know, most investors have already, you know, have a number of transactions under their belt. And then, I mean, if it's a retail transaction, most of them would have agents, right? So it isn't an industry where there's not really a, a ton of that, or is there? There's yeah, a decent you know, amount we've of had, it. We have thousands of transactions under our belt, so it's easy for me, oh. to, me to say, but. But, but think about it this way. So, you know, the investor that buys one or hasn't bought yet, mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening to this, you want to engage a, a company like Empora to have your back and to provide you that title insurance. And a lot of the times the person selling you that property has already engaged a title company that might not be in your best interest um, or th- that doesn't have experience with investors. So as I, I think that there's a lot of folks out there that, 
don't even know what title insurance is, investors, or who to use or how to use because every time they've bought, it's kind of provided or they have a transaction coordinator like we have, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I have a feeling there's going to be more and more hand-holding as you guys change the game. I think you'll get less and less experienced investors as you guys become the go-to for investors to use for title insurance because then you'll start picking up a lot of the ones and twosies. Um, and maybe I'm wrong with that, um, but there's a lot of clients out there that are just, you know, buying. Yeah. Just house. getting started. And, right. Uh, Megan will talk a little bit about like making title insurance easy to understand. Yeah. Uh, she can do that better than me. But I think uh, when we look at, to your comment on who's going to be coming in. Ultimately, we want to make it, you have to think about what are the best consumer experiences that we all have, right? Like I always go to Amazon. Amazon's a great one, right? Before it used to go down the street to your bookstore, used to go to Walmart or used to go to whatever. And now you can have things delivered. Um, And consumer expectations have changed, right? So it used to be, I'll go to the store. If they have it, I'll buy it. If they don't, no big deal. Then e-commerce came along and kind of changed that. So you could get what you needed. And now our expectations are if like, why can't this get delivered today? Right. I mean, that's like, we want instantaneous. We want transparency. We want those. Those are the things that are most important to consumers in everything we do, whether it's business or personal. And so when we think about it from like, what do investors and our customers want? They want the same things in just happens to be part of their transaction, right? They want to know, I want, I want to send something in. I want title search started immediately. I want to know that it's been started, right? I want to know what the updates are along the way. Are there things for me to do or tasks, right? That need to be covered. Are there issues that need to be covered? Has money moved, right? Has everybody signed? When are people signing? Like these are all things that you want to be able, people want self-service and they want it now. And they want a dashboard with all the information right there. Right yeah. there. They don't want to talk to anybody. They don't want to pick up the phone, right? And for the instances when they do, we want to make sure that we've created the whole experience so that when that, you know, that time happens, that our teams are available to bring that like final white glove service where needed. But it's really about the 80-20, right? There's 80% of the things that people want updates on that you can just self-serve. And there's 20% of, you know, the investor transactions that are problematic, that have liens that are, you know, dirty title, dirty issues, Mm -hmm. uh, need to have a conversation. And so we don't want to take that part out of it. We just want to make it easier for your simple A to Z, right? And then think from a title standpoint, there's a lot of great title operators out there right but that's what people are looking for is like you know if you're loyal to a title company you're loyal to the person that's doing the work because they're great at their job and so we want to create the experience that puts that in every single transaction regardless of who the person is working it and so create the reliability create the trust create the consistency and the only way to do that is with technology that's the only way you scale i i I worry there might be some people listening that don't really understand how important having a title company with a system in place like what you guys have is because it took our current title company it took us two years to train them up on our system. And it's not to even train them up. It's to build the system internally specifically for us and our investor clients. It doesn't come natural to these title companies. It simply doesn't. We have our own specific team within who we used to use for that. And it took years to get that. Whereas you guys are right out of the box. You have the digital setup. That is what took forever for us to, you know, to, to make happen. And the idea of even mobile notaries was mind blowing, you know, to them when we first established that. What are you talking about? We have 
title company last year on a giant real estate transaction. That it was, $3 million. Yeah. Like they, $3 million. No way of doing a mobile closing. The person, our client is in California. We're selling them $3 million apartment building. And the day before closing, the title company says, well, what time will he be in our office? And he's in California. Well, we can't close then. When is he flying in? Like it's, it's mine. That, that's the part that I don't, I, I, people might not understand how important this topic is and how important what you guys are doing is for an investor, you know, to, to get in with a company like Import Title that can serve their needs because a lot of clients are buying in multiple markets. All the smart money is being diversified across the nation and they need an, a title company rather than a mom and pop shop in each town. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the process a little bit because, you know, Amazon's kind of the benchmark for everyone's discussion on, 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 you know, instantaneous, you know, I yeah. it was 9 PM the other night and I realized I wanted to work out the next, the next morning and, and my headphones were broke. I got on Amazon at 9 PM headphones there at 4 AM, you know, uh, I got, I could, I could check where it was at all the way, you know, to, to, to my front door. So I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, it's what, we all we all use. So if you could just walk us through the process, um, I think it would help a lot of our listeners out. Sure, sure. So if you're an investor and you've you know gotten into contract with the seller, you can upload it into our site. And now we actually um, have a scanner that pulls the relevant data off of your contract and puts it directly into our system to start the title work. So you start the transaction, you make sure everything looks right, you know, seller name, all that. Normally the stuff that investors are sending over email to title companies, it just goes directly into our site. So it can't get lost in somebody's inbox. So it doesn't matter what purchase agreement form is you, you're able to just, cause you're probably seeing, I mean, I can't imagine how many different purchase oh, agreements. Oh, so many. Like yeah. They're, they're all different. Yeah. All different. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. They're so all different. You scan that in. Yep. Right. So, so that kicks off the process. And then if you have to submit earnest money, we actually use the same technology that you guys might've seen with like a Venmo or um, PayPal to actually send the earnest money into our system. So you okay. can do that directly out of our site. And investors love that, especially the wholesalers, because we notify them when their end buyers have actually submitted. Right. So that's kind of the second step. And then once we've done the title work, that's when um, people get more involved in the dashboard, like you've seen, where we'll tell you, you know, exactly where we are in the title process. And when, once we get all the title work back, we'll summarize it for investors and tell them what needs to happen to clear the issues and how long it's going to take for each of them. Um, so they can, you know, start tracking towards their closing date. And then once we get closer to closing, you know, then our, our people reach out, you know, for the lender information or however they're financing, get that all buttoned up. And, um, you know, like I said before, we try to close digitally whenever we can. And we have somebody who wants to, we hear crazy stories. We love it when people tell us about where all they've closed with us. Like people have closed on their phone and moving cars. We've had people close on private jets. Um, doesn't really matter where, like if, as long as you have a connection, you can use our system to do it. Um, and then they'll sign their documents and that's pretty much it. All right. That's very interesting. And, but you use traditional, uh, insurance. So mm -hmm. you have under underwriters like who first American, first American I believe, and, and WFG. Okay. So as far as claims go, uh, you're insured by the same big companies. You've just streamlined that process. This must've been a mountain to set this company up. That's the part that really blows my mind. And I, I don't know that this will resonate as much with our, our listeners, but the idea that you guys could 
change an entire industry and come in and and all of the behind the scenes stuff that is so difficult title searches i mean you know any any day you go down to the your local courthouse there's title searchers in there how did you coordinate this across the country how, i mean through a great team yeah. is the short answer to that our team i mean we have some amazing people on our team who have processed title work for you know, some of the biggest names in the industry across yeah. the nation. And we really couldn't do it without them because title is no different where a lot of the knowledge is in, you got to hire the best industry experts mm -hmm. to get the job done and do what we're doing. Um, but, you know, honestly, uh, a lot of trial and error in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, but we partnered with First American and WFG because, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good coverage there, right? Where it's like we can plug into their best resources and, the coverage is going to be as good with them as anybody else. So yeah. they've been a good help to us. Well, I want people to understand why title insurance is so important. And so I'm going to tell just a really brief story of uh, our most recent title claim. So we purchased a property and um, the signer, um, we believed that they had the power to transfer the property and they did. However, the mother had passed away and the will had been changed. And so it became this entire thing where the whole family wanted paid out. And and keep in mind, we bought this property for nothing. Say we paid a hundred grand for it, and we put fifty grand of rehab into it, and we're getting ready to sell it. And that's when this came about. Okay, so it can be very complicated. And then the the lady that we bought it from and signed was sued for fraud by the other people. And that somehow tied this property up as well, right? And then um, our client was scared, didn't want to buy it, so we lost our sale. And we called our title company and said, what in the heck is going on? We've got all this money out there. And we signed title back over and got a giant check, right? Correct. Okay. So that's a reason why people have title insurance and who you work with matters having good title insurance and having a company that stands behind it that you can touch base with that's about the only time you need to, to call a title company but there are probably some nightmare stories that you guys have seen in the industry that like what i just said doesn't even scratch the surface yeah we we see it all the time whether it's on the deals that we process for people or there's a break in in the chain from some other transaction that we got to help and um, to be honest, being investor focused from day one has really set us up to help people through that, where some title companies might see an investor transaction and it's like, okay, they hear that story and and that's a lot of work to unwind. And right. they, instead of, you know, going towards the problem, they, uh, you know, go the other direction. So, um, yeah, we hear about those kinds of stories all the time and a great title company or just a great title relationship can make or break you know, um, a new investor's business, especially when they're trying to go from one transaction a year to 10 to, you know, 50, if you don't have a good title partner for that, like you're, it's done, right? right. Because you need somebody who's going to care about right. getting your deal done as much as you do. Right. And so that's, that's really the brand that, uh, and the partnership that we try to bring to the table. So you work with f folks, everything from small investors who would buy one house every four years, say, or five years to pretty big investors who are doing a lot of volume and is their dashboard the same Is the process, the same, no matter what for any of these clients. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. um, you know, obviously as the teams get bigger, people have different ways. They like their TC done. If you're, you know, 
just starting out and there's a one person show doing all of it versus somebody who has a dedicated TC. It's a little bit different, but at the end of the day, everybody wants it to be easy and they want it to be as transparent as possible. Um, but they also want it to be as hands off as they, as they'd like it to be. So, um, it's pretty similar all the way up. And that's one of the things that we really like about this business is that it's not, you know, a completely different product for, you know, different investors and sizes. So, um, it's been a lot of fun and no two, no two transactions are the same. I will yeah. say that. Well, you know, I, I've, I've found that some of the most imports, important parts of being a real estate investor are kind of what are thought of as maybe the boring parts or the parts that, that people don't think about. Home insurance. You know, people don't think about that and the costs and, and as an investor, what you do need covered and what you don't and getting that sweet spot. Title insurance, the, cl- the process of purchasing. And you know, for a lot of our clients, they don't know much about the title company because we have a transaction coordinator who does it all for them. It would, it makes our life easier working with Empora, but for a lot of uh, the one, the smaller investors, they might not understand how important this title process is too. Yep. Because it's, it's not something that we all talk about. We don't sit around and talk about title insurance. Oh, who who do you use for title insurance? But it's so important and it's, it it can make or break deals. You know, if a title company doesn't get things done in the right amount of time, financing can fall apart. There's all kinds of issues that can arise if you're not working with the right title company. Yeah, I think it's overlooked a lot too. Cause like, I mean, you know, Scotty and I've been on speaking circuits, you know, across the country and how often do we see a, a title insurance? We talked, we talked about that at the last one. There's never any title reps up there talking about this aspect of real estate. And it's incredibly important. And the truth is a lot of people don't understand title insurance. They don't understand the title commitment. They don't understand, um, you know, they don't understand the, the whole process or even what it insures and what it doesn't insure. You know, could you speak to when someone gets a title policy, what does it cover? Yep. Yeah. So in its simplest form, um, when you work with a title company and we do a title search, our job is to find any encumbrances that are in public record. So, um, you know, that situation with uh, the family where somebody had passed away, um, you know, any mortgages or liens of record, if somebody has back taxes due, anything that the government recognizes um, as tied to the person or the property, um, you know, that's essentially what title insurance covers. So um, reading those commitments, you know, we do our best to put it in our site, make it really easy to understand. But um, if you're if you're not working with an investor focused title company, you should definitely read your commitments for what they are insuring and what they aren't. For example, um, I've seen title companies, you know, not in Ohio that are more focused on the retail side, not cover a water and sewer, even though it follows a property because it's kind of a pain to go get. But if you're buying a property from, you know, somebody who had a tenant and they weren't paying the bills, then you're going to get stuck with that. Or things like, um, you know, surveys, right? We actually um, had somebody buy a house cash and they didn't get a survey because the title company had it as a survey exception on their commitment and they didn't have a lender, so they didn't require it. And then when that person went to go sell the property, they flipped it, sold it to an FHA buyer who couldn't, um, couldn't buy it because they had, um, they had an encroachment on the property. It was somebody's garage that was like 20 feet across the, the boundary line. And so they had to figure out after they had already done the rehab, how they were going to unwind this because they essentially couldn't sell to any on-market buyers. So 
that's like the not cool, like not sexy part that people, you know, uh, but it happens. I I mean, I can name five different uh, issues that have come up like this. Uh, one of them was, a, a a driveway that we had out in the country where we, we had to rebuild a driveway because of an easement and it was over a ditch. So it took like six months to get approval from the city to be able to put a driveway over a a culvert and Mm -hmm. title insurance saved our butts on that. And I think Megan brought up a good point, you know, being investor focused, Scotty and I talk about it on the show all the time. You know, people think that every realtor is the same. Every lender is the same. You know, you have to be in with someone that knows the investment process. I mean, there's 98% of realtors have no business representing investors whatsoever. You know, if you're if you're trying to build a rental portfolio, don't walk into a large uh, brick and mortar bank. You know, it's the same with title insurance. It's different. You know, retail versus investment is exceptionally different. You got to pick the right team that has that investor focus. And that's that's a really important. I mean, you hear uh, for any of the newer investors out there looking to do their first deal or their first ten deals. Um, you know, you, you hear and talk to a lot of people about how do you market, right? How do you find and acquire? Like, what's your acquisition strategy? What's your dispo strategy? But they don't talk about the partnership of how are you transacting these properties. And if you have a, you need to have a partner that knows what they're doing. Uh, it's also going to be there to own mistakes too. Like there's like part of the reason title is a problem in this industry is the lack of access to information makes it problematic. And so, you know, it has a very low claim rate when you need it, but when you need it, you need it. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest part. I mean, what's title insurance claim rate? Like 4%, yeah, 3 to 4%. Three to 4% oh, I'm of, surprised it's even that high. Yeah. yeah. But, and that's for, you know, from a volume standpoint in right. dollars, it's huge though. Right. right. So we have a lot of investors that close 100, 200 deals a year. And maybe they only have to, you know, there'll be one, they'll use it one time or two times per right. hundred. Uh, but when they need it, there's big dollars associated. Big dollars. And and you could be in a cash position where you can't afford that at that time. And so having the right title insurance and making sure like, um, like you guys have said that you understand what exceptions there are and, and knowing those details. And that's why working with a partner like Empora is so important for investors and Clint, you're so right. I mean, it matters what bank you use. You can't just go to any random, uh, you know, lender to get your investment property loan. You can't just, Call your local uh, agent, your insurance agent, to get insurance. Maybe you can, maybe you'll get lucky, but there's people who specialize in each process, step of this process. And if you want to make investing miserable, what you do is you go to a brick-and-mortar bank, a brick-and-mortar uh, brokerage, and a brick-and-mortar title company, and you want to, you want to see how miserable inv- real estate investing can be. That's what you do. But if you do it right and you find a group of people that specialize in investment properties like the homeboys or, you know, any of our, any other local market specialists like us. And you find title companies that have literally built their entire companies around digitizing, moving this forward for investors. It will make your life so much easier. It's true. It will just make investing actually work instead of being a headache. And that's really, we, we think about like the power that you're talking about with the homeboys and the community, like the power of community is really important. So for us, like we want to make sure that we're connecting with our partners to figure out what are they trying to build? Like who do they need to be connected to? Who are the right lenders? Who are the right brokers? Who are looking for bridge loans versus looking for DSCR loans, right? Uh, and make sure that we're bringing in like powering that community because that's a lot of the value that that people we work with get, right? It's one is having like a performance partner that knows investor title. And that's important because investor 
business is more complicated. Not always, right? But usually there's oftentimes distressed sellers involved. There's oftentimes, you know, money that's owed, right? So there's some claims or there's liens unusual out there. lending, like you just mentioned. There's unusual creative lending, right? Right. There's all these things that if you're working with someone that doesn't understand that, you're not setting yourself up to be protected one and to also have a performance partner that's going to look out for you. Oh no. On the closing day, they're going to call you and say, what time's your flight coming in? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, there's nothing people hate more than being inconvenienced. Right. So let's just call it what it is. Like we are in the business of being a a strong performance partner and creating convenience in, in every aspect possible in buying and selling real estate. And that's what people want, right? People want convenience and convenience can mean a lot of things, but ultimately it means I don't need to go somewhere to get something done. I don't need to talk somebody to find out information, right? I just want it at my fingertips and I want it seamlessly. It's been neat to what, to watch, you know, you guys change the industry to, you know, to, to a more, you know, my kids don't like picking up the telephone. They hate it. They'd rather text. They'd rather get on their computer, see the dashboard, have an app. And to see the way that you guys have changed title insurance to where that's, you guys are cutting, cutting edge here, where that's becoming the norm because of what you guys are building. And and I know that the, the bigger shops are way behind on that, which is, it's mind blowing to me that, that they're not leading that way with the billions of dollars they have. But you were saying before, when we were talking before the, the show that it's, it's never the, the old industry. That's the cutting edge ones. It's the young, fresh blood, you know, it's not Barnes and Nobles and borders that created Amazon online. No, it's the new fresh blood that comes in and creates it. And it's cool to watch from, from our perspective it's fun. to see it, it happen. It's fun. And it's, it's can be capital intensive, right? In the I early bet. days. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, it's who has nothing to lose, right? And that's who changes all these industries, right? Yeah. It was the taxi companies we talked about, right? I mean, they didn't start Uber or Lyft. Someone else with nothing to lose did. Who started Airbnb or VRBO or those? It wasn't the Marriott's and Hilton's. It was the founder and the founding team in the first 50, 100, 200 employees that had a vision, believed in the vision, worked tirelessly every day, and had nothing to lose, Right. Because the worst thing is when you start companies, I mean, you have one in six million companies typically that actually succeed and have a meaningful exit. It's a pretty mm-hmm. odds are stacked against you. Right. But people that are doing this are passionate about being part of the change they want to see in the world, in an industry, in a problem, in something. And so those are individuals that we have 50 of them at our company that are amazing and they show up every day excited to try to change something with nothing to lose. And I think those people with nothing to lose are the most dangerous people uh, in society, right? In a positive way. For sure. There's old Bob Dylan line, when you ain't got nothing, you ain't got nothing to lose. That's that's how Scott and I both got into real estate individually. You know, it's like, you know, you dive all in. It was just a much different time. Like listen to the technology aspect of this. I, I'm just a sponge. I just want to sit here and listen and, and learn because my brain doesn't he still rents his movies from blockbuster yeah you know yeah. it's like uh, it's it just blows my I drive mind. all the way to seattle to that last blockbuster <laughs> every, left, every right? evening <laughs> awesome. no but but you guys have when you first came along let me just be real honest we've seen the first people in industries to come along try to change things and to not do well but when uh, about a year ago, I think is is when we first started talking with with Impora Title, and the people were really dynamic that you you set us up with that we were talking to. 
They were really interesting folks. But then to see this execution that we've been able to watch over the last year, um, you've been able to pull it off. And if you would have asked me a year ago when we first started talking, would you be able to? I thought that is a big thing to try to take on these these giant industries and you guys have you've established yourselves now so this isn't like a title company that you know you're hoping works you've built it now now it's about growing it right you've got your you're established you're there you guys are doing it so now what yeah it's it's interesting we were talking about this on the way and pora has been around for going on four years which is crazy to think about but even now it still feels like the beginning. And I know that's so cliche to say, but we have, we have so much work to do. We have so much product to build, so many markets to still go into. And um, we really hired, uh, you know, some really great people last year. So I'm excited to, you know, continue to gel the team and see everything they can create. So yeah, it's a, it's a big hairy problem and it certainly has its, you know, painful days and ups and downs, just like any business. But um, it's been, it's been, you know, really motivating to see, um, to see our team rally behind this and, and keep going. Are you nationwide now? We're licensed in 35 States. Okay. We're focused really on a couple. We've processed title work in about seven. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and growing yeah. the, uh, you know, one of the things for our team that's really important is like, we talk about how important it is like, just be 1% better every day, yeah. right? We're going to make mistakes. We're just like a new investor or an experienced investor. There's things that you come up with and you've done them, you know, a hundred times, 200 times, and you're still going to make mistakes. And so, you know, our commitment is always to like being better than yesterday. And we want to own our problems. I thought he made a mistake once, but it turns out I was wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Scott's made Maybe it's just Scott. <laughs> Maybe podcast, Scott's the problem. So, you know, Scott's that's the problem. Right, that's right. <laughs> Might have to talk to HR after that's this. Right, that's right. Uh, but that's really important. Like we're, we're somebody that is, as a team, you know, we want to embody that and say, we're going to be a partner with you that's going to own our mistakes. And that's what, what, when we talk about brand and what we want to be known for, we want to be known for being dynamic, uh, for changing an industry, but we also want to be known for being trustworthy and owning mistakes. And I think that's really, really important in how you build teams and high performance teams and something that, you know, we're committed to as a business. And, you know, if you, if you guys have grown yourselves, right, bringing in great people, giving them the opportunities that they should be afforded and seeing how they can fly and managing and coaching through that, you know, performance and evolution is a really important aspect. It's the only, it's the only thing that matters. It's everything. It's, it's, it's the only thing that matters. I, I keep going back in my head to how important this topic is and, and wanting to get that across to our listeners so that they truly understand what a nightmare title, uh, title on a property can be and title if you're working with somebody who doesn't have investor experience can be and how important it is for for our listeners when they're doing your first deal to if you you're growing right now to make a switch to a company like Empora that has the dashboards to make your life easy it almost eliminates an employee for a group like ours i mean it nearly eliminates a transaction coordinator very nearly an entire position at a company like ours yeah, we've we've seen some of our partners uh, repurpose that role to sales. Like we've literally had some of our early partners say we have eliminated a TC headcount and added a sales headcount, which that is just like music to my ears because that's more deals, more you know, right. more of you hitting your goals. So um, you know, we try to be that partner for everybody we work with. And to your point about just the overall importance in the transaction, 
uh, title nightmares are not ones that you want to be figuring out on your own. I mean, cause you won't be able to, right. It'll Correct. be, it'll be you having to go, you know, learn a bunch of stuff and it, it's just, it, it sucks. So, um, you know, a great title company and, you know, in reverse and not great title company can make or break your seller relationship. Um, you know, can make or break your, your actual closing timeline when you're coordinating a bunch of different parties. If you send an operating agreement to a retail title company that isn't buttoned up, they might just ignore it in their email and come back to it five days later because it was a mess. So, um, you know, it can, it can really just put your whole business on halt if you don't have a good relationship. When time kills deals, in this business, right? Literally, I mean, we have people that die mid-transaction yeah. uh, or a spouse that dies mid-transaction or something. I mean, yeah. it happens all the yeah, time. Right. And you're like, if this could have gotten done five days faster, right. it would have been after. Then that after dead person that. would have owned a home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that's just, I think that's important, right? We want to, we look at the speed as being really important. So when we think about submitting a deal, you know, historically it goes, you send it via email. Now you can do it right in a system that you know, when that comes in, title search starts within 45 minutes. Right. Right. And so you just eliminate like more and more elimination. 45 of minutes. I think that's really important to stress. I mean, right. I mean I don't, people aren't used to that. I mean, right. you know, it, it hits someone's, historically it'll hit somebody's um, email yeah. inbox and set there for, you know, 24 hours to 72 hours. Depending or a on week. Part, or and a then week, they have to rush you know, because right, they realize right. that they overlooked an email. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's human error, right? Yeah. So, and then how do you check to see if they've even started your title search? you got to pick up the phone and call the, the yeah. brick and mortar title company and say, hey, where are we with this? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me look Let and me I'll get back to you. Let me put you through to this person. Yeah. Voicemail. You yeah. know, it's, it's, that's amazing. You know, I think that that's a huge advertising piece for you guys how quickly it gets started. It's yeah. I mean, we've had, remarkable. I mean, there's, those are the things like speed is important. Transparency is important. We talked about that, but you know, last year alone, we closed over $250 million worth of investor transaction business, nice. right. For over 400 different investors that actually submitted deals to us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we want to build that reputation of being on it, being fast, being consistent, being reliable. I mean, that's the, that's the brand, right? That right. is like, that's what people want. So that's what we're committed to doing. And for anybody out there too, that, you know, are the A players in title, like we always w- are recruiting the best. Yeah. Like we want to recruit the best people in this business, um, barring none, right? We, that's what we want people to say about us. We've got the best team, we've got the best technology and we have the best experience. Um, those are three really important things. And that'll, that's, that's, what's going to lead to us being successful as a, as a industry, uh, as an industry becoming an industry leader. So can- for those listening that may not do just typical residential deals, uh, what about folks who develop? Like Clint and I will build neighborhoods, and that title uh, work from the beginning can be pretty complicated all the way to the end transaction when we sell it off. Or we've got uh, clients who just sold a FedEx facility. Do you do commercial title insurance as well, or is it is it strictly investment, basically, uh, residential. Yeah, we, I'd say majority of our customer base today is mostly residential, you okay. know, up to 10 unit buildings. Uh, but we have started to take more and more commercials. It's come to us opportunistically. Okay. So it's another arm of the business that's like maturing and building out, but we are closing commercial business as well. Cause I would, I would assume as your clients grow and they're, they're like, okay, well, I'm not going yep. anywhere, but in Pora, mm-hmm. you're going to end up needing to do their, their bigger 
projects and their bigger sales too, right? Yep. So you have that uh, ability baked well, in. And I think it's a lot of the natural progression in this right. industry as an investor, right? You were talking, I think it was one of like the first home that you guys built when you were showing me the first video. Uh, you know, I have my, my partner, John and I, the first duplex we, we bought was in Grandview in Columbus and we, we had nothing to lose right, right. i mean literally <laughs> I, we, we knew absolutely nothing we get it and we went in we with, hear you <laughs> we, went, we went in with sledgehammers and masks there. and there was asbestos that we didn't even know existed yeah. and there i mean that was like the first and last time we ever touched right. uh, a power tool in a in a renovation <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not for us yeah, yeah. not our thing but we'll, well bring did you in have a beer people. in the left hand and the power tool in the right that yeah. might have been the problem yeah, yeah. beer in both hands <laughs> we our head on in the wall after sure. we yeah. hit an electrical wire um, well, but paint lines aren't straight for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? It must've been the 12 Coronas I had uh, at midnight last night trying to do this. Uh, but those are, you know, the, the natural progression for investors is you get in and you're like, you got to take the plunge. So if people are listening uh, and you know, you can get into this paralysis analysis at some point, if it, if it thing pencils go after it, right. right. Cause you just got to dive in. Right. But the progression is you do some single families, you get to duplexes and then you kind of get to a level of scale. We have investors that close one, two, 300 deals in that business. And that's what they're good at. And they love it and they're experts at it. And they, that's what the lane they want to stay in. But I think a lot of the progression goes into commercial and multifamily, you know, just the things with more commas and more zeros yeah. uh, over time. And so that's what we would continue to expect our customer base to, you know, mature into and, you know, need to be able to serve them. Well, I think I speak for Scotty and I both. It's, it's really been a privilege to watch you guys grow and we're excited to see where you get, where you're going with Impora title. It's, we, we talk about it all the time. We like being around successful people and we like being around uh, people that inspire us. And you guys both have definitely done that today. I could sit here and we could talk, uh, forever, but I think uh, we are getting to the end of our time. Been awesome, hasn't it? It's been really neat. You know, I've struggled to not just like want to ask them a million questions about how you take on a thirty-six billion dollar industry. But at the at its core, what they've built is a title company that are, any of our listeners that are investors should should really use because they make it as as digitally friendly and easy as as anyone and they back it up with the right team and then you're insured with the big insurance companies and um it's it's a great resource they've built a really streamlined system that makes it accessible for anyone and easy for investors to use so we got to know how do people get in contact with Impora Title? What's the what's the best way to get started? Well, a uh, big plus to what Braden said before, if you know of anybody in title or you're listening and you're in title and you work with investors, go to ImporaTitle.com and go to our careers page. We pay well and we want to reward the best people in the market. So don't hesitate to do that. Um, but in terms of if you're an investor, you can do it one of two ways. You could send Braden an email, <laughs> Braden at ImporaTitle.com, mm -hmm. <laughs> or you can go directly to our site and you can actually just get started at ImporaTitle.com. You can log into our site and submit a contract. So can talk to us if you need to, or you can just get started online. Emporatitle.com. Emporatitle.com. It's so easy. That's right. That's right. Well, we're going to be your biggest cheerleaders. We really appreciate your time, Megan and Braden. Thank you for coming on. It's been truly a privilege. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. Well, that's our show. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the Homeboys podcast. Keep tuning in for future podcasts. Make sure you check out Emporatitle. Very cutting edge, very important 
to have the right title partner, and they're doing big things at Empora Title. For other content from the Homeboys, please check out at the Homeboys podcast on TikTok. You can also find us on YouTube and Instagram. Until next time, homies, happy investing.